front of the Islanders announcer is what it is. There is a there's a guy the guy that calls the Islander games for radio. Uh, his name is Chris King. I think he went to college with Rog. Is that how Rog knows him, Brett? Like they went to college together or something? I forget the exact connection, but he's been around forever. In fact, I worked with him at my first radio job. He has made his way up at the station that I was at. The Islanders were being broadcast at the time. Okay. And so how he got into being, he's had this gig for like 20 plus years now. Right. So when the Islanders were broadcast on our radio station, he would come in and he'd be the studio guy. They go back to the studio and here's Chris King with some updates and he would do that. And then slowly uh, he made his way to becoming the main announcer guy now for, you know, 20 plus years. Right. So what happens is, though, he calls a great game. But when the Islanders score, he turns into an excited teenage boy. And you got it, like, if you hear the, I, I, and I promise. That's, that's part of his gig, right? Like, right. And that's what I was, and that's what I was trying to explain to Rogers more. Like, I understand that he's the home guy. I, I, I get it. Like, you listen to Doc Emmerich call, the, you know, the, and I promise you, on my children, I'm not doing this to break balls. Mm-hmm. It's only because. There was an audio call that we pulled years ago from some guy calling, like, a college basketball game. And you got to hear the two next to each other. I love, so, I love, I love I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You know I love college hoops. I do, and I love watching them. I prefer that more than anything. But it's extremely close second. Sometimes I'll choose it over watching is listening to the college announcers call a game on the radio. They are all so into it. it it's Awesome. I, I like I said, I sometimes prefer to listen. Brett, which one should we play first then? We- I, I think we should do a ramp up from, from Doc Emmerich. Okay, you want to start with Doc Emmerich? Right, the classic. On the NBC. On the NBC uh broadcast. From last night. To the back it comes Satinkirk with a shot that is blocked back out again. Hustling back after it now. It's a feet across the Classic Doc Emmerich. That's the, the the NBC feed. Now, here is the Islanders' home guy. His name is Chris King. Uh, the radio feed from him. Right point, Shattenkirk, the blast. Blocked out high. Islanders might have a two-on-one here. Lee, through the left circle. He's with Everly down the middle. Feeds him. Shoots. He scores! <laughs> Jordan Everly has won it in double overtime on a great feed from the captain. The Islanders win it two-to-one. No. They stayed off elimination, <laughs> and there will be I'm sorry, but that's like a seven-year-old getting Xbox on Christmas morning. This is some BS right now. I'm calling it out for everybody in Tampa. This is some BS. You didn't play any winning sound for the Lightning. You didn't talk about how the Lightning won. I didn't hear the call until I was on my way into work this morning when the news station played the call. Yes. The news station played the call. And I'm not saying here, I'm not trying to break balls and I'm not trying to brag. You guys still got a game lead on this whole thing. It's going to, whatever. It doesn't matter. That guy needs to calm his ass down. No, no. Because you're, hey, no. you're a grown-ass man. Oh, now you're getting rid. Now you're being too, uh, what do you call too it? Too what? Um, what do you call it with your people that judge you? Thunderdome? You yeah, you're being very, this is, first of all, it's playoff hockey. It's over, it's over the top. It's, it's over, there's no it's, such thing as over the top when you're calling a game uh, like that. There's no I'm such s- thing. I hate you to know hear what? it, and I wish it and went the lightning the, way, but there's, there's never too much. It's never and, over the top. And here's the thing. You'd get that, that exact, Brett, tell me if I'm wrong. You'd get that same exact call in the middle of February. Yes. He's a high-register-voiced uh, 
screamer like that, and it's it's passionate. He's a he's an Islander fan, right? So, know, he grew up on the island, so this is I've it, it's a true passion. It's just that it's you know. In a higher register than most. It's a little. It's, it's, a, it's a little much. It's a little bit more than you usually hear. But now, years ago, we got our hands on a call from a Marist College basketball game. I love this so much, so much. You could. I don't think these two people have ever been spotted in the same place. Okay, and this guy's black. Come back and watch. On the drive to the corner, out three Williams. An unbelievable shot by Hot Rod Williams! He drills a three from the right wing! And Marist has the lead with 2.4 left! Now, I've never heard a black man with a high register voice like that in my life. I'll tell you right now, my one of my really good friends calls play-by-play for the USF Basketball Bulls. And uh-huh. he is the most even-kill, calm, no, zero emotion, right. b- bass voice and that's what he sounds like. In an does he really? It is, I've never heard it. I've never heard him. I don't even know how his voice does that because his voice is normally extremely low. Right. Um, and he, that's that's how you get during. That's how a good announcer, a good play-by-play person gets w- during an exciting game. You know, or that even, high. Yes. That high. Yes. Oh. Jesus Christ! I couldn't do that if I tried. I could not do but that if, if I were, tried. Let me try to think. Like, what if, like, the Giants just, like, what about, okay, yeah, what about the Tyree whatever when, uh, you know, he caught the football on his head and... and oh, like, no. Like, I, screaming I might, that loud? I might rock back and forth like a mental patient. What? I might do that. Wait a minute. What do you, what, do it on t- What do you mean? Like, like... Like, what is that? I, I might, what is that? I might just rock, like, you know, go like there, like slam my hands down or whatever it is, but I'll never get my voice up that high. But I, mean, I won't you're, scream. But you're I'm not screaming. A... No? Well, you remember the, the Braves pitching coach, Leo Mazzoni, for years during all the championship years? He would sit on the bench and he would rock back and forth, back and forth on That's the bench. That's creepy if there's no, um, if there's no audio. If you're just dead silent going back and forth, that's right. weird. That's well, weird. at the time when the Giants were winning the Super Bowls, I had infants. And or young ones. Oh, that's so tough. chances are I didn't want to scream while they were going. But Brett, can you play those two calls on top of each of other? Of course I can. Let's let's match them up. Uh, let's start with uh, with Chris King. To the left circle. He's with Everly down the middle. Feeds him. Shoots. He scores! <laughs> he has won an unbelievable shot! A great feed from the Lims! He is winning 2-1! The right wing! Asian! And there will be a game they're the same guy. It's the same. <laughs> they're the same guy. That's awesome. That's for, uh, that to me. I that's I told you I wasn't trying about. to talk smack. I told I you. I still think I I still agree with uh who is this on Twitter? Um, hang on with uh, Tony Prevat on uh, on Twitter. Yep, first five minutes of the show, and this is the most coverage the series has gotten on the show. Thank you. That's not true. Um, yeah, it is. That's not true. <laughs> I'm telling you. Is it? All I'm right. telling you right now. And I, I, I called it before the show even started. I'm like, okay, they're gonna, he comes out of the gate with this. It's going to be weird. And the only reason I came out of the gate with it was because of the call. That's all. Well, that's- and, and, and I went out between shows and went to go get something to eat, and they played the call again. You know what else they played? <laughs> A story about Columbia. I got to actually read the story. I just found it. Columbia University. Marching band cancels itself due to misconduct accusations. 
<laughs> you hate the self-cancellation, don't you? Oh, my God. It's the most insane thing. How do you? No, I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard the story yet, I and maybe get... you're right. But I just think that I love a self-aware person who can understand, okay, this maybe wasn't the right thing. I like that. I can respect it's... that. Oh, God. If my kid got a scholarship for the marching band and now all of a sudden decides to cancel themselves, and now all of a sudden, let's just say it was a $20,000 a year scholarship. And that little cancel thing just cost me 80000 No, it just cost the kid 80000 It's not about money. 80, it's about social awareness. Of course awareness. it is. What is no, what is, of course it is. What is it? Of course it is. When you get a scholarship and now all of a sudden you decide to rat yourself out and then lose that scholarship, now you are on the hook for eighty grand. What, did, what happened? What did they do that they did, felt like they needed to cancel themselves? It says here, according to the Ivy League College's newspaper, the Columbia Spectator, the infamous troop said in a letter that it voted to disband after a Saturday meeting to address anonymous Facebook posts accusing bad mem- band members of misconduct. Quote, the band has maintained a subculture founded on the basis of racism, cultural oppression, misogyny, wow. and sexual harassment, the letter led, while substantial efforts have been made in recent years toward undoing decades of wrongdoing. We as a band, or a bunch of pussies, feel ultimately (laughs) that it is impossible to reform an organization so grounded in prejudice, culture, and traditions. Wow. They've canceled themselves for stuff that was going on 80 years ago. 80 years. But you said something was on a Facebook post? Yeah, so that was just another thing. There was a Facebook post, uh, an, an anonymous Facebook post that they tried to... Uh, it says here, anonymous Facebook post accusing band members of misconduct. Okay, so, so they, why they didn't just, post something okay, so how about on this? Facebook. Throw those band members out. Do an investigation. Find out if they're guilty of it. And if they are, then bye. Get out of here! But for the rest of the band, this is a marching band. This isn't like a rock band with five or six people in it. This is a marching band. How many people are in a marching band? They all, 30, all the 40, maybe. Yeah, you, there's not, it's right. not just a few. But I so, mean, how rampant must have all of this been for them to all agree? Like, something needs to be changed, is what they're saying. And that I can get behind. It says, right, get rid of the bad apples, just like anything else. But you just canceled yourself. There is no longer a marching band at Columbia University because these people decided to cancel themselves. I'm sorry. If you feel like, you feel guilt and you don't want to be a part of it or you feel like you don't deserve to wear the colors of the school thing, whatever you want to pull yourself out, that's fine. Yeah, but I guarantee you everybody, gonna... I guarantee you not everybody in that marching band is guilty. Um, may, Maybe, but maybe not. Like two things. One, if someone isn't guilty and they, and they weren't involved in whatever, they can show a, a level of support and say, I understand what you're saying and I'm, I'm proud of you. I will stand by you, my band brother slash sister or whatever. Um, but two, if you are one of the guilty parties and you do quit, then I love this. You still get you still don't get your scholarship. So either way, even if the whole team doesn't or you do individually. Well, listen. Yeah. But if 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 I'm guilty and I lose my scholarship, well, that's on me. But if I'm not guilty and all of a sudden I got outvoted to cancel myself, well, no, I'm if, screwed. What if it's a solidarity? You know how those those band people, man, they stick together, dude. They are like, they <laughs> Listen are to this. family. So the group had long prided itself on politically incorrect irreverence and frequently clashed with school officials. Okay. The band often reveled in phallic field formations 
during football games and occasionally cheered for opposing teams. All right, that's bad. But the phallic field formations is funny. The historic group, which has been around for over 100 years, uh, didn't have much to play for anyway as the school had banned the group from official campus functions last year after a prolonged fight over funding. I, I want to see the phallic shapes. <laughs> uh, so do I. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen. Uh, like... I will just never understand <laughs> self-canceling. I hate cancel culture to begin with. I know. You want to cancel yourselves now? You don't Are you find just it, trying to get out of going to work? Well, you don't <laughs> find you it like a sense doing? of a weirdness, a sense of, of, of acknowledging. Uh, I said, find that a sense of a weirdness is what I find it. <laughs> I do. I don't or what if it, what's going to be uncovered is way bigger than, than what's currently out. Dude, and so they're, about, they're talking about stuff from decades ago. Right. Anybody so, in that band now has nothing to do with that. Right. So if those things weren't true, everybody would be like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of sit this one out. We'll, we'll stay where we are. So obviously it's real. It must be really bad That's for them to saying, yeah. fully cancel themselves. Like what's going to come out is going to be like, oh, yeah, good and thing then, they canceled themselves. And the only way to fix it is to entirely cancel whatever it is, especially if it goes back eighty <sighs> years or whatever. I don't know. It might, it might be a good change. Okay. I mean, I didn't think we were going to agree on this, so <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and argue. <laughs> I just find the whole concept like amazing. I just think. I, a cancel culture, and you and I have discussed this before, where I don't agree with, you know, immediacy and, and no questions asked. And I think it's a case-by-case basis. I've said that before. But right. I but I do like the fact that, because it, it's not a perfect system, we all agree on that. But I do like that it's a way of ch- of change. And Lord knows there needs change around here. So, you know, yeah, uh, okay. how else are you going to exact change? Uh, not by canceling myself. So you'd be the lone one. You'll have your clarinet standing there like, Damn I'm right. going. I'll do, I'll, I'll do the basketball game. Wait, I'll do the football game. I'll go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do some Jethro Tull. I'll that, be the mad flutist. <laughs> Whatever. Is that, the, is that JP on the field? All <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can only imagine. You know what? It's funny. I always bring it back to, and maybe this is just silly. I just always bring it back to what my father would do. But we can agree, and I, I, you know I love your father, but we can agree not all the time he made the smartest decisions about right. how to handle situations. So maybe I that understand be it. your go-to. But, uh, right, maybe I need to change my filter. <laughs> I don't know. But I know how I would act if my son said, yeah, Dad, remember that soccer scholarship? Well, 30 years ago, the soccer team did some sexist, racist stuff, and we decided to cancel ourselves so i no longer have a, a scholarship well he's not gonna my response to that is you're a moron no, and now no. any cost is on you jp i ain't paying for it your chest wouldn't swell with pride that he's standing up and doing a right thing a good and no. just thing to but me something I, that happened 30 years ago i'm not a no. parent but i feel like no. if, if a kid takes a stand for something that he be- or she believes in and it's going to the better of society or to help people to me I don't know, man. I feel like that's a good thing. I feel yeah, like it's good for you. Not if it cost me eighty grand. Is it automatic that the scholarship would be taken away, or would the school go? You know what? We've we've made some you know bad choices with this stuff. So you know what? Because you stood up and did the right thing, we're going to let you keep the scholarship and you can major yeah. in something else. Now. I, I can't see how that would happen. I can't see. How, and this is a all you know hypothetical. But if the soccer team decides to cancel itself, and those kids are there on scholarship. And there's no more soccer. Well, then, 
uh, why would they continue to give money for the next three years, four years? That don't make no sense. I don't, sometimes, I mean, and I know you hate my opinion on this, but I, I just think sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes it's about the greater good and, and what it's about, like what it stands for, what it means, who it helps. All right. Okay, but, but play your flute all along, yeah, JP. Yeah, like, I just, grand. I just, that listen, I lost my scholarship. Oh yeah, well you got a job. How are you going to pay that off? But I feel like you're. I, I ain't paying for it. I, I feel like if your son or or whatever came to you and said that, it wouldn't be about the money. It wouldn't be like I lost my scholarship. It'd be like, hey, I believe in this and this and this, and because no. of that, I'm going to do this. And then that it would be this. Side it effect. would. It would be me going. Wait, you ratted yourself out. <laughs> Hold on a second. So let me understand this. You ratted yourself out, and now it costs you eighty grand. Yeah, that's out of the will kind of stuff, right there. That's stupid. Exactly, that's uh, too stupid to be my kid. Antonio on Twitter says you're going to be like a one man band. Like I can see GP with one man band outfit playing the drums while marching and horns and cymbals. All you know how like when you <laughs> when it all happens at the same time, your hands and your feet are working. That'll right, be you. that'll be you. Remember when? Uh, was that? Remember that short-lived reality show when Tommy Lee went to college, right? And he joined the marching band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be me. Yeah. Mm. Oh man! All right, Roger should be in a little while. We're Roger and JP, one to five the bone. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, about an hour away from Dead Guy in the Envelope, and then around one thirty, we'll get to the top ten list and a whole lot more in between. Roger and JP, one to five the bone. Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back. 